I want you to go to the first slide. I'm getting it back. California. It's time you get everything back. Okay, that ain't good enough for me. That ain't good enough for me. California, it's time you get everything back. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, everything has come against you. I, the whole nation is looking at California. They see how the church is going to act. But I believe you're going to get everything back. If you have so much resistance in the gas and everything else, price has gone up here, this and this and that, and then they want to give you a state full of electric cars. I don't know. I'm used to gasoline, uh, you know, but I don't know about that, but I could tell you this much. Jesus Christ is always in the, in the restoration of things you, to get back for you in your life. Amen? And some. So today's scripture we're going to go off of is Joel 2.25. Now, don't be afraid to shut me down. Because God's, God's body is living and active. Está vivo. It's active. Look at your neighbor and say, you ready? Ask him, you want some? Okay, because when we're done with this, you're going to have something on you so you can give away to somebody. That's what you want, right? When you go to church, you want to go to the, the pastor fed you the word of God. It comes in you. It gets you active. Now, you should walk out of church. I got something for you. I know because the world is doing that. They're saying whatever they want to say, right? But greater is he who's in you than who's in the world. Now let me read this scripture. So I will restore you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. Hello? How many want to get restored back what has been eaten about from you? Come on. And then the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust. How many locusts do you have? I mean, this chewing locust, you know what I think the chewing locust, that's what's chewing on your mind. How about the crawling locust? You just feel, oh man, I get in that place, oh, I feel like something's crawling on me. Well, let me tell you something, something that's on you should be crawling on them. And that's Jesus Christ, that's the Holy Spirit, amen? And what happens, what's just on you agitates them. And then there's this swarming uh, locust, this, this whole thing, I mean, I'm like, well Lord, you're about to restore that back because there's such a great fight for California. How many know there's a great fight for you guys? And some of you are tired. You say, when is it going to happen, Lord? Well, let me tell you, it's coming. Don't give up. Don't go weary in doing good. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. So I believe this. Any setbacks are set up for the comeback. You got to set. Hey, if you had a setback, you got to look at that. You got to pray into that. Whatever was taken from you in this season, whatever's happened, you got to say, oh, no, 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 no. This is not happening. Let me tell you, I remember one time I had a car taken from me. It got repo because I forgot that we didn't pay the bill. This is years ago, B.C. days before Christ. How many had those days before B.C. days? How many here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're you looking at someone in B.C. days before Christ. There are some things that happened to me, but... God restored everything back to me when I walked back into his life. I let him back in my life. Everything got restored and some. See, come on. Let's give a little praise for everything for you guys too. So what happens here is this. This is very interesting. A setback's a setup for the comeback. During the setback, you are being set up for the great comeback. Now, do you want to be in it? It's up to you. I want to be in it. I want to be, be ready for the great awakening, what's going to happen in California. If everybody's watching, watching California, because see, California 
is the, is the, the bread basket of the nation. Hey, hey, they want to take you out, but guess what? There's another plan. See, what happens is, well, I, I can't say that because that's, that, that's pretty wild. I believe the enemy tries to set things up in, 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 in seasons to take this, to take this, to take this, and then God all of a sudden interrupts the season. He said, I don't, that's enough. My people have cried out. I've heard their cry. Now it's their time to step into their destiny. How many want to walk into your destiny? Say amen. amen. So you got to wake up. Say, look at the person, wake up. It's happening. So this is what's happening. Say it with me. I'm going to get it all back. See, this, the second part about this is this. To get it back, you have to, you have to want it. You got to have to want it back. Come on, you got to want it back. I'm telling you, let me say, I said this before I think of him. My son walked away from the Lord, came and parked his car. He just turned 18, started acting all up, parked his car in front of the house, turned the alarm on and left with the keys in the alarm. I said, Dad, you keep the car. And I started praying for him. I said, oh, no, no, no. This is a setback in my son's life. But it's a setup for the comeback. And this is what happened. I started praying into it. I started crying out, Lord, he's lost. He wasn't lost. The Lord spoke to me. He's not lost. He's in rebellion. He knows me, but bind the rebellion and he'll come home. Ooh. See, strategy. So during a setback, during the setup, God gives you what? Instructions. He gives you blueprint on how to do this. So what happened? I prayed. All of a sudden, he works for Mercedes Benz. He does a road service call and he gets out there. To go help somebody on the side of the road has a flat. He pulls up. The car that has supposed to have a flat doesn't have a flat, but there's a woman sitting leaning on the car, standing there. He gets out of the car and says, Ma'am, your car doesn't have a flat. Oh, no, no, no. This is what it's about. I just want to tell you, Jesus Christ loves you. In other words, that angel was telling him, You have a flat, not the car. See, my son was having a setback, but he's about to get set up for the comeback. God is setting up his church for the comeback. How many want to participate in it? Come on, we'll all do. Now watch what happens here. See, you need to have the right attitude to get it all back. You've got to stay focused on who's your king, who's your deliverer, who's, your, who's in charge of your life. And what happened, you could see that David got it all back in Ziegleg. And what happened there was this. You could see David got set up. Well, there was a setback. He showed back in Ziegleg. And what happened was he showed up with all his men and everything was taken from him. The kids, the wives, everybody. And all the men, they said, started complaining. And then next thing you know, they want to stone him. They got all angry. How many have ever been in a situation where you just get upset and you just feel like you should be stoning some things around, throwing some stones around? Come on. How many have ever been there? Come on. You can't. I've been there before. Come on. You just throw something at the wall or you throw something here and there. But I got good news for you. David recovered it all back. See, so you see in chapter in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, it says, Now David is greatly distressed. Let me tell you, as leaders, as pastors, as parents, we can get distressed of the things that are going on around us. It says, for people spoke of stoning him. Let me tell you, they tried to stone David. And they were going to try to do this and this and that. But what happened, David strengthened himself in the Lord 
is God. See, in these situations, these type of setbacks, you have to strengthen yourself in the Lord. You have to. Because if you start strengthening yourself on Facebook, just watching Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or watching media, what happens? You come out more depressed. Like you, oh, everybody's posting something. There's some good stuff on there, but guess what? The ultimate Facebook is put your what? Face in this book. This will guide you. This will save your life. And what happened is David, what he, David did was the most powerful thing he did. When they were thinking about stoning him, David went, did this. He required of the Lord. In these new seasons that you're in, you want to inquire of the Lord. This house inquires of the Lord for every step you take. It says there in 1 Samuel 30, verse 8. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue the troop, this troop, and shall I overtake them? He asked God, Listen, how many want California back where it needs to be? Yeah. How many want the church to move into this whole new season? How many want this? How many of you want your job back? How many want an increase at work? How many want, oh, the increase is a big one at work, huh? They'll pay. I understand that. Hey, because you deserve double, three times, right? Now watch this. David inquired of the Lord, and he said, should I pursue them? Listen, there are things you're going to have to get out, go after to get it back. The church, the people of God should not be silent in this time. I don't think OC church is silent. You know what they do? They go after the presence of the God. You guys have these prayer meetings. You start doing all these prayer drives and walking around witnessing to people and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, you got the attention of heaven. How do you get the attention of heaven? It's in, the, it's in uh, that scripture I mentioned earlier this morning. It talks about where Jesus goes, hey, if you confess me before man, I will confess you before my father. What's that mean? If I go over to Pastor Randy and I start talking about Jesus, guess what happens? Jesus, if my voice grabs the attention of Jesus, that's how powerful your voice is, OC Church. You confess Jesus, it wakes, Jesus hears it, and then he turns and tells the Father, Appa, Father, they're talking about us again. And I guarantee you Jesus goes like this, Father, give them a little more glory. Give him a little more glory. Because I heard some of you went out there witnessing the other day, and you guys were praying for people on the street. Guess what happened out there? Jesus, you got the attention of Jesus, and he turned to the Father. Hey, release more glory. Release an angel over them. Give them a sign and wonder. Let the movement of God happen. See, the more you talk about Jesus, see, the enemy would love to keep the name Jesus quiet. How many ever mention the name Jesus somewhere and people get all messed up, get all angry at you? How many? Come on, Ray, don't go like this halfway there. Yeah, that's me. You know, some people say, you mentioned Jesus. I mentioned, no, that was me. I mentioned Jesus and I got in trouble for it. Well, gee whiz, you had made Jesus turn and go, Father, he's talking about you. Guess what? He's stirring him up. He's making people angry because he's mentioning my name. How many ever had family members get mad at you because you mentioned the name Jesus? Huh? One of my family members, we're in a meeting, they started getting intense, a family meeting. And my daughter, they started getting intense, and my daughter goes, what about Jesus? And one of my family members goes, why do you have to bring Jesus to the meeting? <laughs> well, you can't help it as a Christian, because he lives in you. So he's always there with you in the meeting. 
So what happened, David goes like this. He said, should I pursue them? Should I overtake them? And God answered him and said, pursue. OC Church, pursue the presence of God. Go after God, and God's going to give you the desires of your heart. For you shall surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. How many want to recover all that's been taken from you in this new season? Come on, come on, give Lord a praise, come on. See, I believe that we're living in a time when everything is coming against the church and against cities, against states. All this stuff is happening because God has a great awakening happen for the church. This is what happens. And, and uh, John 11, 11, Jesus t- tells the people, hey, listen, my friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. I go wake him up. Church, I believe this scripture is for you guys. I'm going to tell you why. Because I got caught up in a vision and I, I seen seven doors, and one of the doors, I looked up to the right, and there was a hand pointing, go through that door. And I went through that door in this vision, and I came to an open space. And there was nothing, no floor, no ceiling, no walls. And then all of a sudden, I started to hear bones rattle, like in Ezekiel. And I fell to my knees. Next thing you know, I was among the bones. But then I, when I went back up in this open space, I looked back, the hand pointing down, it was California. The bones have started to rattle. Something is happening in California. The churches, the remnant is waking up. And the scripture that the Lord told me to give you part of this is John eleven eleven. Lazarus has fallen asleep. I go wake him up. Our assignment is to go wake up the ones who have fallen asleep. Hay muchos que están dormidos. That means many have fallen asleep during this time. But not the OC church. We're going to go out what and waken the ones who have fallen asleep. This one pastor was crying before me a while back. And it goes like this to me. Pastor, I had this vision, this dream vision. And there was thousands of sheep slaughtered. I go, I got worried. And he goes, oh, don't worry. They weren't physically dead. Their faith was slaughtered. And he goes, because they weren't in the word. Give it up for your pastor because he preaches the word of God. Come on. So what happens here, what happens here, David inquired, Lord, and then the first thing he needed to do was to, he recovered himself back. A lot of us need to recover ourselves back because we lost our postures. We lost what we're, we're focused on. We need to get ourselves back in alignment with the Word of God and what God says about it and then step in right into the picture. Yeah. And then you know who you are. You know who your identity is. See, people that need to understand that the enemy will always try to come and steal your identity in this time. He tries to put panic and fear in your life, but not this church. Not at these other churches. They're, they're, they're awakening. They're going, oh, no, 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 no. You say that, but my God says this. You say that, but my God says this. And you know what? Holy Spirit is coming. And he's going to release anointing in this place to destroy the yoke of the enemy. And this is going to happen. California will be saved. See, you're not, sometimes we start thinking about, well, it's not going to happen in my time. No, God put you to live in this time so you can see California be saved. See, if you look at the whole story, you look in the Bible, it says in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 3, that's at the and the, the, it talks about the council and the Pharisees and all these people gathered up, right? Well, listen to this. And they spoke against Peter and John because they killed somebody. There are a decree there's healing in this house that will get the attention of many people. 
Do some miracles, and it will get the attention of people. Do some miracles, and it will get attention of the hospital. You know what? We can't heal you right now, but there's a church over there. They can heal you. Why not? Why not get back what the locust has eaten? Why not get back what the consumer's locust has been chewing on? Come on. That's who we are. We, we, don't, ju- we don't just sit back. Oh, no, 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 no. Devil, you're going to get some of this because you know what? Greater is he who's in me than who's in the world. And you know what? I have the anointing of God in my life, and the anointing of God destroys the yoke of the enemy. There's children that are going to be p- praying for people, and people are going to be healed in this new season. And you know why? It's because the parents are saying, I'm getting everything back, and I'm getting my inheritance back. That's for my kids. Because what happens, Pastor Terry, the enemy's after the generations. He's after your kids, your grandkids, and the grandkids you'll never see. That's what he's after. Because he doesn't want them to have a future. He doesn't want them to have the inheritance in Christ. He wants to just take them out. But guess what? Not, it's not going to happen on your watch because you're a people that rise up and say, I'm getting it all back. Say, I'm getting it all back. Do it again. I'm getting it all back. And some. God is not cheap. He'll give you some and some. Let me tell you, I prayed to God one time. And I said, Lord, I need a car. I had a car. I said, I need a couple cars. Next thing you know, I had a car lot. The guy across the street thought I, had a, I was a car, a car salesman. It's just that I asked God for a car. I asked God for a charger. I had a charger. I, had, I, said, I like that Jaguar too. I had a Jaguar, a charger. I had a truck. And I'm thinking, well, what am I going to do with all these cars? We started giving them away. See? Don't settle in. Don't let this setback make you settle in and be that type of Christian that goes, oh, it's me. It's just going to be like this from now on. Oh, no. And you just walk around. Did you hear what they said? Oh, Whoa, and then the smaller you start getting. Whoa, oh, did you just hear what they said again on the news? And then here comes the other guy, the second Christian. There's two types of Christians that walks in. He might have the pressure on him, but he's carrying the Bible of God, the Word of God. And he say, yeah, but my Bible says, arise and shine, for the glory of the Lord will be seen on you. See, and all of a sudden he starts to rise up. Next thing you know, who's ever listening to him starts to rise up too. Because he knows the setbacks are set up for the comeback. See, that's what Jesus Christ is about. Satan tried to say, it's done, it's finished, Jesus is dead. But he did not know what was going to happen. And then Jesus went and took the keys back and resurrected and sat next to the Father. And that's what it's all about, resurrection power. California has resurrection power coming upon it. And if it's already functioning, and some people are functioning, but God wants to release a whole bunch of people that function in this power of God. See, I don't know if I said this, but there's such words of knowledge in this place. I got to say this. I shook a guy's hand in this church, not this church, another church, because that doesn't happen in this region. And I shook his hand in the foyer. I go, hi, my name is Pasquale. And he gave me his name. I shook his hand. Oh, you must be a cook. And he go, and then he goes, oh, oh. Well, I'm thinking a cook of like a restaurant. 
and he confesses just because I said he was a cook. He says, how'd you know I cook meth? That anointing is in his house to destroy the yoke of the enemy. And what devil means for harm, God is turning it for good, for the saving of many souls. Increase of words and knowledge are in this house. I could feel it right now on me. And listen to this. This is what happens. See, when you lose your vision, you downsize. You cannot lose your vision in this season. What I mean is the promises of God for your life. You start, once you start losing your vision, you start downsizing, you start becoming captive. Oh, this is the way it's always going to be. Oh, it's in my bloodline. Oh, oh, not after you receive Christ, your blood, there's a blood transfusion. Things are supposed to be broken. That's what it's about. I, I know it for the just things in my life that's happened to us in our lives. And what happened is when you, when you start downsizing, it's like someone was up here, I think it was your, she, something I said, you're going to get it all back. Her their daughter-in-law. And then I remembered, I rode in her Jeep. And what happens with words of knowledge I sit in someone's car sometimes and I could sit in the seat and I could pick up what they're thinking or what they're even praying or what they worship. And I started thinking, this person's going to get back everything that's happened to them. See, God wants to restore everything back to you that's been taken from you. Now say with me again, I'm getting it back. back. Reason why I say this to you is because you have to speak what you want to see. Are you speaking what you want to see? See, declare a good thing, the book of Job says. And God's light will shine upon it, and it will be established. Speak what you want to see. Prophesy what you want to see. And what happens is all this has come into play. And then this, this is the good thing. I have some good news for you. I know in my spirit, Next year when I come, a lot of you are going to have some, get it all back and some. Amen. How many want to get it all back and some? Amen. You hear what I'm talking about? See? There's a Spanish church in Las Vegas. I speak four languages. I speak English, Spanish, Spanglish, and I speak in tongues. So I speak four languages, okay? When I go speak at that Spanish church, I tell them, listen, this message is going to be like, Three languages, Sp- Spanish, Spanglish, English, before that, and then I speak in tongue. So it's going to go like this, so hang on. But at the end of it all, you're going to understand what I said. And this Spanish church is something else. They're listening. And sometimes I tell them, lean in. And they go like this. And I say, lean in. Because they know something is coming. So church, OC church, Grace OC church, lean in. Lean in like this for me. You're going to get it back and some. How do I know that? Look what happens when they talked about you. I see a light on you. White shirt, purple here, 
<laughs> God's on you, brother. He's on you. You've lost some things, but you're going to get it back. And some. If this is witnessing to you, I want you to run up here real quickly. If this is speaking to you, come up here. Tell them to come up here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Is that, is she with you, right? Are you guys together? Yeah, come, come with him. Come on. It's been tiring, huh? I felt one of you said, when is all this going to end? But the Lord is saying, it's coming to an end. I'm with you, my son and my daughter. You weren't the type of two that just shrunk back. You hung in there. You weathered the storm. Things are going to come in steps 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 and before you know it you're going to get back what the enemy has stolen and some because the Lord is saying I'm going to restore everything that the locust has eaten everything the consuming the chewing one because I am the Lord your God so right now in Jesus name Here it comes, the presence of God. Say, I want it. There it is at the count of three. One, two, three. Oh! More, Lord. More. More. And there's been many nights that you couldn't sleep. And the Lord said, I'm restoring your sleep back. That's what the locust was doing. It was taking your sleep and you could not rest well. The Lord says, I'm restoring your rest back so you could sleep well and the dreams, the dreams of heaven for the future is bright. I bless you both in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We cancel the assignment. We cancel the assignment. I bless you in Jesus' name. Now, come on. Everybody stand up for me. And this is what I want to share with you. In verse 10, verse uh, 24 and 26, right before he says, I'm going to restore back what was, what was taken from you, he says this, right before that in verse 24, the threshing floor shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with new wine and oil. There's an overflow coming to your life and this house in Jesus' name. They're going to walk into this place and they're going to know there's an overflow of anointing and revelation in this house. And it said, you should eat a plenty and be satisfied. What that means there, you're going to be satisfied, but you're going to say, no, no, no. We want even more of you, Lord, because your word was clear. I'm getting me back some and all and some more. And it goes on to say, we'll praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wonderfully with you, and my people should not be put to shame. God is even breaking off shame off of you in Jesus' name and give you double honor. Double honor. Come on, give that double honor. Come on. Come on. Come on. Give him double honor. 
there's an anointing in this house and it's multi-generational it's starting with the kids the next kid teenagers junior hires high school young adults and adults it's this anointing will crush things down will bring things down this anointing on these kids will heal people generation be healing be released to their hands they will prophesy your sons and daughters will prophesy that's not just about the bigger ones it's talking about the, even the little ones the children will call things out and bring people into the kingdom of god the, the teenagers the ones that are in junior high school they will be witnesses of the god they will testify of him of all the great things that he's been doing and then the teenagers and young adults it's a new generation that will be used powerfully in raising up generation the word of the lord in psalms goes generation unto generation they will speak about his mighty word i'm decreeing right now this setback is a setup for one of the greatest comeback in this region in jesus name and whatever has been put back I believe the Lord is saying to you, I'm going to give it all back to you and some. How many believe that? Give Lord praise. Come on. Now, the presence of God is in this house. I just felt something touch me like could be an angel just like touch me like this like went by me could be the four winds already starting to blow I, I don't know but I felt something just brush up against me gentleman with the gray shirt you you love the things of God and you've seen plenty of things but you haven't seen nothing yet what God's about to do. He's going to allow you to see some things. Write down these things that God's showing you and bring it to the pastors of the house. Then there'll be confirmation of the things you write down. God's going to speak through you in the night watches. In the night watches. It says, your old man will have dreams. Hey, you're not done yet. I release dreams from heaven. Dreams from heaven. In Jesus' name. Now, I just thought about something. Watch this. Some of you can't remember your dreams. Who's that? Remember, raise your hand. Now watch this, you can't remember. Do you know the enemy even steals dreams? Because he doesn't want you to remember what God is saying to you. Put your hand on your head. I'm removed now. Just wait a second there, just wait. Put your hand on your head. There you go. Something's being removed so you can remember the dreams that God has given to you. I call back the recovery of all the dreams right now in Jesus' name. Recovery right now in Jesus' name. Now grab your hand like this and say, get off my head right now in Jesus' name. Get off away. Get away from me. Come on. Now this is what I want to do. I'm going to ask if this message spoke to you that you're going to get back and you're going to get back some you're going to get it all back and some. If this is spoken to you, Joel chapter 2, verse 25, he's going to restore it all back, just like he did with David. If that is you, I want you to come forward up here, and we're going to worship a little bit, and we're going to pray for all of you. We can pray for you. Just come on up.